I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Fermio has recently launched their first product, which is a PT Molecule Superfruits and Berries Pretox Boost. Joining me in this episode is one of the founders of Fermio, Aileen. In this episode, we talk about the journey of Fermio, the formulation, research, branding, and the launch of this new drink. Fermio is a four-week pretox which helps to cleanse, balance, and optimize your digestive health. Aileen is a scientist and has joined forces with her co-founders who have a range of skills and experience. This episode is fabulous for anyone who is running their own business. Aileen talks openly and honestly about establishing the business and bringing this new product into the market. Hi, Aileen. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Um, well, thank you, Alison, and thank you for having me today. Absolute pleasure. I'm so excited to talk about your product because it's so new on the market. Before we talk about it, because it's, as I said, it's super exciting and I've got so many questions, I'd love to learn a little bit about you. Okay. Um, I'm a lot of things. Um, I'm one of the co-founders of Thermio. Um, creators of um, this uh, pretox uh, product. My professional background is in pharmacy. I've been a pharmacist for 15, uh, 13 years and I still practice in community pharmacy one day a week because I think it's really important to stay in touch with the profession. Um, and I honestly don't think I can keep up with all the new drugs if I stop altogether. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it's, it's really hard. Um, I'm also studying a master of science in medicine at um, the university of Sydney, specializing in pharmaceutical and medical device development. And when I'm not working on Fermio or in a pharmacy, I am probably commuting between Sydney and Canberra, which I do on a weekly basis because my husband is permanently based there and in Canberra and we've always had a long distance relationship. So really? yeah. So you yeah. go to Canberra on the weekends, do you? So I am in Canberra um yeah, so I go back to Canberra on Saturday and I come back to Sydney on Wednesdays. So yeah, so I split my time between the two and I've been doing this for about the past five years. Wow. So. Oh my gosh. I, I can't even yeah. like even like if we stripped out Canberra, you are like stacked. You've got so much going on. So you must be able to manage your time very well. I I try, um, but I, I, I don't feel like, you know, I don't feel like it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I, part of the reason why I do come back to Sydney is, well, my dog lives here. Um, and I, I met him first before I met my husband. So, um, yeah, he takes priority. Um, but, um, yeah, my, my mom and nephew are both, um, both in Sydney. My sister um, lives and works overseas, so I've been my nephew's guardian for the past eight years. Um, and I'm really lucky because I got him when he was already toilet trained, but he's now, you know, in year 11 and his homework is getting really hard. Um, and yeah, everything is complicated with teenagers these days. Yes. And so, yeah, so in Sydney, I mainly work on, you know, the home front um, and I work at the pharmacy in Sydney. 
Um, and I, in Canberra, I, yeah, so, you know, I have the uh, luxury of working from home and focusing on Fermio and, um, yeah, doing the, doing the, you know, behind the scenes stuff. Oh um, my gosh. The- gosh. You know, without even getting into Fermio, I've got so much, so many questions about your life, but we'll just have to sneak over that for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we'll save for another day. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, all right, so Fermio, how did you come up with the name for this product? Um, so Fermio is a derivative of, um, I guess, fermentation, uh, which is the primary sort of technology we use to produce our, um, our, I guess, functional food and drinks. Um, so I guess I should define what a functional food is. Um, it's basically foods that pack an additional health punch, um, above and beyond just providing basic nutrition. So um, some examples would probably be, you know, probiotic yogurt or yogurt for digestive health, um, green tea for its antioxidant benefits. Um, so they're, they're food, but they're also, you know, so much more than food. Mm. Um, and we came up with the name Fermio because we wanted something, um, yeah, like the fermentation process actually, you know, um, reflects our philosophy to health and wellness pretty accurately um you know it's 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 natural um and you know fermentation is something that's been going on you know people have used for the past nine thousand years um and it um yeah and you know it just breaks down really complex substances into really simple processes which is what we you know really simple things which is what we try and do you know with our product Um, and it's also quite, you know, I guess relaxed and cheerful, um, because we're pretty easygoing, um, when it comes to wellness. Um, I, I don't think, you know, healthy needs to be difficult and dogmatic. Um, and we want to inspire and not intimidate people into making better health and lifestyle choices. Mm. Um, because yeah, um, you know, sort of I, I don't like scaremongering uh, fear-mongering techniques and you know people don't make changes because you know they're scared of a certain outcome people make changes because you know they're ready to yes. so we we want to facilitate that okay so can yeah. you now explain the the product um really bad at this one <laughs> so yeah so um PT Molecure is our launch product. Um, so it's a fermented superfruits and berries drink, and it's part of our pretox program that we formulated for digestive health. Um, most people have never heard of a pretox before because we decided we were going to redefine what it means to be on a cleanse or doing a detox. Because if you think about it going on to a diet or a detox means coming off or falling off that bandwagon at some future point. So a pretox is basically, you know, a nutritional and a lifestyle solution that would, you know, help to prime and um, improve the digestive system for long-term health, but without all the limitations and deprivations because it's just not sustainable for the long run. Like a preventative detox, prevents you from having detox, yes. Yeah, so, you know, because it's, you know, I mean – 
I I don't use the word detox very often um, just because, you know, um, I guess it's you can't really undo, you know, three months of unhealthy living with, you know, three days of very enthusiastic, you know, juice drinking or, yes. you know, um, yeah, pill popping. And, yeah, I... I'm a, even though I'm in the healthcare industry, you know, I am a sucker for marketing. Um, you know, I suck at marketing, but I, I, um, yeah, I buy, you know, anything that is new, anything that is, you know, a fad, you know, I buy it and I try it and, you know, my, yeah, my room is basically a, yeah, a, you know, a grave site for half, you know, half empty bottles of good intentions. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, um, I, I think, you know, it, um, and, you know, every bottle that I don't finish, um, you know, kind of, yeah, feels like a failure because, you know, it's just a tablet. Why can't you just take it? Mm. Um, so, yeah, but, um, you know, I think, uh, yeah. So I think, you know, it's, it's proactive, um, definitely, you know, um, and it's not about, you know, punishing people, um, you know, or imposing really severe limitations on what they can do or can't do. Um, it's just something that works with their lifestyle, um, you know, yeah, because just given our, you know, modern day environment, you know, the foods that we eat, um, you know, the foods that are available to us, um, and yeah, just sometimes, you know, it's, it's not always easy, um, avoiding, you know, um, uh, when I use the word toxins, but I, I, I say, I'd say the less, you know, um, yeah, just nutritional choices aren't, that aren't the best for us. Yeah. So just, yeah. just to clarify, because people that have not heard of this product, cause it's so new on the market, most people wouldn't have heard of it just yet. They will soon, like yeah. they will by the, by the time they hear this podcast, <laughs> basically what it is. Yeah. Leave a box, and in the box is six 50ml bottles. And in yes. those bottles is the formula, which I have to say tastes amazing. And it's a triple fermented fruit drink, which is made from certain fruits and berries. And as I said, it's quite like a, it's almost like a, a syrupy texture. But it's a thing. Yeah. yeah. But it tastes amazing. And, and the whole idea is that you take these once a day which is easy to do because it's only 50 bills and it tastes delicious um and it keeps on top of your well-being did i describe that well yeah yeah, yeah. so um so it's um the the taste was uh, really hard actually the taste was one of the hardest things to get right after we had you know the formulation so the ingredients that we wanted the functions we wanted um and it was just you know and yeah you know, fine-tuning the taste to something that was, um, I guess, palatable to, say, you know, 70% of the people yes. um, is, yeah, was was hard. So we ran quite a number of um, focus groups. Um, and bearing in mind, you know, we um, have no experience in doing this. So it was, you know, our first one was a matter of, you know, um, and we didn't have the budget as a startup to, you know, commission a big, you know, agency to do this. It was literally you know asking friends with marketing experience and googling how to run a focus group um and yeah um and you know starting starting with that um but um yeah so the fermented products tend to as you would be aware tend to have a very uh i i I guess um, bitter or a peculiar sort of it's an acquired taste 
Um, and, um, to, you know, to make that into, you know, to incorporate, you know, a decent amount of that, um, and, you know, to make the product, you know, enjoyable to use because if people don't enjoy something or at least, you know, um, yeah, tolerate it, uh, they won't use it. So, you know, to really help people build this pretox into their habit, we, um, yeah, we work really hard on getting the, the taste right. So I... We ran, yeah, a lot of focus groups and in between, um, you know, we had about almost uh, 15, uh, at least 15 iterations um, of, you know, just adjustments in taste and um, and some of them, you know, it was just the internal team, taste, you know, testing it because it was too horrible to even ask friends and family to do it. Um, and yeah, towards the end of it, you know, um, my co-founders and, you know, yeah, it was basically, you know, um, paper, scissors, rock and to see, you know, who, who the, the loser would have to try it. Um, that was, yeah. Um, so, you know, we, yeah. So for, for, for a good year after we finalized that formula, um, yeah, I couldn't look at, you know, red wine. So really, hearing you say this because, like, trying you know, having the end product, you would never know that it once was at a stage where the taste was not so good because it's it's the element that really stands out for me. It's like, oh my god, this tastes so amazing! Um, So that is that's so fabulous that you were able to get it to that point. Yeah, and it was particularly hard because we made the um, choice to use natural fruit juices to flavor the product, not artificial flavors. And natural fruit juices um, obviously don't have um, as overwhelming a a taste profile as, you know, the artificial ones. So, you know, we had to work with what, you know, nature gave us and, um, and yeah, balance that, you know, um, that, that all together. So, you know, so it, it was, um, yeah, that, that was the, probably, like I said, after coming up with the formulation, that was the hardest bit to adjust. Yeah. Right. Do you think that if you didn't have your scientific background that you would have really struggled to make this product? Um, I, I would say so. I'm the kind of person that, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I could never know enough, yes. um, but it was a good, yeah. So hence, you know, back to uni I go. Um, but, um, it definitely made the, um, the process easier. So our founding team, um, we have a really strong technical team of co-founders, um, Zahidi, Peggy and myself, and it's a real blessing when it comes to making great products, but it's a barrier when it comes to marketing it. Um, so Hebe is a biochemist and her background is in analytical food science and safety. So, um, you know, so all along the way, you know, we were able to build quality assurance in from step one of, you know, um, of the, uh, you know, uh, product. And Peggy has clocked in, you know, more than a decade in multinational food companies. So her portfolio is mainly in fast-moving consumer goods. Mm-hmm. Um, so products you find in supermarkets, convenience stores, restaurants, that kind of, yeah, so everywhere. So, um, yeah, and then sort of my scientific um, knowledge. Um, so this meant that we had, you know, um, a lot of access to industry experts that could, you know, also point us in the right direction. Um, you know, we it meant that we could interpret things um, faster um and yeah it just you know meant 
I think it was it would have been a lot harder um, to do so um, if we didn't have this sort of technical basis. Yeah. Um, yeah, to work with. Mm. It's also like that everyone's got like a different um, skill set as well, which really helps. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, yeah, by, by nature, you know, we're a remote team um, because, you know, I'm usually on the road. Um, but, um, yeah, so learning to, you know, learning to communicate well and to communicate remotely and, you know, to be effective as a team, it that actually took us probably, you know, it took us a, quite a long time to, you know, get to a sort of, um, yeah, get to a point where, you know, we had, you know, most of our necessary processes in place. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so I guess, you know, um, yeah, so it hasn't been, hasn't been easy, um, no. but it's um, first time's always the hardest, so we're working on our second and third product already, yeah. um, and they're due out, um, yeah, so they'll be out, you know, um, uh, this year. So, um, so yeah. The, so. The, the upcoming products, will they be in the beverage market or are you going into food or you can't say? Um, uh, no, no, I can say. So it will still be in the beverage um, market. So, um, so yeah, so we will be um, just because in terms of um, – in terms of taste, in terms of um, absorption, uh, liquid is still probably the the best uh, formulation, um, just because it's you know you're like with tablets, your body needs to break the tablet down and then you know and then absorb you know the active ingredient from it, so it's never a complete process. Right. Whereas you know with liquids, they are already you know basically dissolved and therefore you know all it needs to be is you know is to be absorbed. So if you choose the you know right um, ingredients in the right forms and in the correct dose, um, it's much more um, it, it's much easier to. to deliver effective products to consumers um even though you know logistically speaking i mean you know the glass bottles are a nightmare for us um they're heavy um you know they break and um you know but they they protect the contents really well um so we don't need to add you know artificial preservatives and you know um yeah so they um you know so we would um so we will stick mainly in the drinks sector for this year um just because, yeah, um, you know, that's what we've got, you know, a lot more. Well, with the first one, we've just got the most current experience on it. Mm-hmm. We've got, you know, great suppliers, um, you know, great um, ingredient suppliers that, you know, we've got, um, yeah, that we trust, um, that we vet, have vetted. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, I always like picking the best person for the job. Um, and, yeah, so, you know, so we'll... Um, we'll do that for this year and the next year we will um, look at other dosage forms. Mm. Interesting. What if, what would you say have been your key learnings so far? Um, oh, gosh. I mean. Um, There'd be so many. <laughs> There'd be so many. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I think um, key learning uh i'll talk about it from i guess you know from a marketing and branding perspective because um i I guess that's the part where we in a business management perspective because that's the part where we lack the most um you know most experience um so you know i yeah i've managed you know pharmacies before and you know and 
Um, but, you know, managing a business is completely different. Um, and at the same time, you know, um, marketing and branding, uh, we're, none of us are, you know, between our team, we've got a really clear idea of, you know, how our product is different on the market, um, you know, just by virtue of, you know, us having that, um, the benefit of, you know, a lot of insight across different industries, um, food and pharma. So, you know, we decided early on that, um, yeah, Fermio was going to be a company, a wellness company that uses, you know, um, functional food or things that are easy to, you know, for the consumer to accept um, and combine it with sort of practices healthcare professionals have developed um, that we know that works to help people achieve their wellness goals. But, you know, how to translate all of that as well as the complexity, you know, our vision um, and, you know, and now just, you know, how we're different, how to translate all of that into, um, you know, into something that consumers understand um, and, you know, can easily grasp is um, quite, you know, it, it was a real challenge because, yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes we've got a very closed loop um, between, you know, out the, we work very closely as a team on the technical stuff. And I think, you know, we get to know it so well that we, yeah, don't know how to explain it yeah. to people after a while. So, um, so yeah, that's where, you know, um, so we sort of faltered in, you know, I think we're a bit late in getting um, help on that front. Um, none, I'm not a visual person. Um, I actually failed visual arts in year eight. Um, yeah, it actually, you know, they didn't, the school didn't think it was possible to fail visual art, um, in year eight, but yeah, um, it can be done. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I am useless in that regard. Um, and you know, my co-founders, you know, um, so yeah, so basically, it's about, um, you know, it's about coordinating the visual part and just, you know, translating the message. Um, we found that the hardest, um, you know, and even talking to professionals, for example, um, you know, um, I guess professional getting help from, you know, graphic designers and, you know, um, um, branding consultants, um, even learning how to communicate with them, you know, was a real process for us because, you know, we don't speak their language. Um, and, you know, we really need them to understand, you know, um, why Fermio is different. Yes. So, Do you know, yeah. it's so interesting hearing you speak because I, you know, I mean, obviously I, I help so many people like you and it's, it's so common that people are amazing at what they do, whether it's a service or it's a product they've created, yet they've got no business or marketing experience. And they often feel yeah. like they're the only ones like that, but that is that is so common. It's so, so, so common. And the other thing oh. that's really common is that, you know, unless you've dealt with a branding agency or a marketing agency before, you know, how are you supposed to know how the whole process works? And, and that comes down to like just not, you know, trying to work out how to communicate. And it's so interesting because I, when I was in my corporate role in, um, in you know, uh, in marketing, I used to, 
with the advertising agency all the time and there was always like this kind of like no one ever explained how are you supposed to really communicate between client and agency and it was only when I started working in London that we went through this huge induction and the whole process was explained and it was such a simple process but no one had ever taken the time to say this is how client and agency should work and so yeah it's just such a simple step but everyone's so busy doing their own thing that they never think to actually explain this is this is the mode of communication this is how you communicate briefs this is what is expected when you brief in changes and so you know like drilling down to like small business I think quite often people do feel a little bit confused and intimidated when it comes to branding and marketing because there's no one there to really explain well this is just how the process works and once in terms of like briefing concepts in and and visual and and then it becomes even more confusing if you don't have that kind of mind as well yeah it's all about you know finding the right people to help you communicate something that it is that you know you've put your heart and soul into but also gets it um so what you're explaining I think there's so many people that would be listening right now like nodding their heads going oh my gosh that's me like that's how I felt and they're the hurdles that I've had as well um but there's hurdles that can be overcome by taking the right steps getting the right people involved but yes you then was really really common Okay, so yeah, yeah so we're it's not, we're not so yeah, no, so you, that's my point is you should never feel like it's just you that is yeah. in that scenario because oh my gosh, I see, I see it every day, I see it every day, and yeah. because being in small business can be so isolating because you know it's just you or it's just your team, and you're doing your own thing. What you don't realize is that person sitting next to you doing their own business, they're, they're, they're hitting the same hurdles as well, so often, yeah. 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 So we try and, you know, um, I, I, I mean, I'm just, you know, I, we're the kind of um, people that just like to try things, um, you know, to try and do things for ourselves, you know, once or twice, just to, you know, run the process through and see how it's done. And um, so we actually organized our, you know, own, you know, first two um, professional shoots um, ourselves. And, um, yeah, so it was just, you know, it was a matter of, you know, um, you know, finding the models and, you know, um, getting, you know, releases and, um, drawn up by our lawyers and, you know, um, yeah. And the photographer asked me, you know, who's your creative director and, you know, we don't have one, um, you know, who's your stylist, you know, we don't have one. Um, (laughs) and yeah. And, you know, just, okay. And he's like, I'm going to need the run sheets. And so, you know, I've literally Googled, you know, what does a run sheet look like? And then, yeah, made one up. So, you know, so, yeah, so it was, um, you know, it was a a fun, you know, learning process, um, you know. But, yeah, so after the two shoots, you know, I don't feel like, you know, I'm qualified to run a, you know, production company, but at least, you know, I kind of know the process. Yes. And you did a good job as well. Like, the shots are great. Um, yeah, so, and, and so most of them are on Instagram. So um, we, we were lucky to find some really talented, um, you know, photographers. And I think, you know, um, yeah, so like I said, learning to, you know, communicate with them and the models, um, you know, that that was difficult for me. Um, yes. but I'm actually, you know, yeah, um, I'm quite the introvert. Um, I don't actually, um, you know, I have a very small, you know, group of circle of friends. I don't, you know, yeah, I don't, you know, like to, I write more than I speak. Um, so yeah, so, you know, just, 
talking to people and trying to, yeah, and because I can't visualize anything. Um, a lot of the times it's just kind of like, you know, yeah, I, I think this is what I want. We'll see. And then, yeah, so, you know, the photographers were great. I mean, the first one sent over, you know, 1,900 images, you know, for us to call. And, yeah, because, you know, that's, I guess, what creative directors would go through and find, you know, their money shot. But, you know, we just looked at them and go, they, they all look the same to us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, so it's, um, yeah, so it was, like I said, it was a fun learning experience. Yeah. Um, and, and also a good outcome as well. I mean, like your packaging, your branding is incredible. The shots are great. So, you know, what a steep learning curve to get to that point first round because, there's lots of people that will do shoots and then they end up just binning them because they're not happy. And, and so often it's because they just haven't got the right people on board and they didn't have a vision. Yeah. So, you know, so it was, it's really, you know, we, so we, um, later, so last year, um, we brought on some, uh, new people on board. Um, so, you know, I guess younger people, um, that are comfortable with with social media that have, you know, a bit more marketing experience. One of the models that we work with on the shoots, um, is actually working for us now in a marketing capacity because, you know, she, um, yeah, you know, she approached us, um, and, you know, as if she really wanted to try the product, um, you know, and just our philosophy really resonated with her and, you know, and so, you know, we, yeah, so, you know, we, we, have been really lucky with, um, just meeting fortuitous people, um, at, you know, fortuitous times. And I think it comes down to, you know, we, um, yeah, I, I think we're very approachable um, in, you know, just like our product. We, you know, don't want to, and we're very genuine, um, you know, in terms of honesty and integrity. They're big things to me, um, and that's why sort of marketing um, is hard because, you know, I I work in a profession where I, I need to be very careful of, you know, um, every word that comes out of my mouth when I, um, when I speak. Um, so yeah, so it's not, um, you know, it's, if it's not premeditated, um, I find it, you know, rather intimidating, Mm. but, um, yeah, at the same time, you know, it's, um, it just being having this experience because I still work in pharmacy, like I said, one day a week. Um, and I, you know, I, I love that one-to-one connection with people. Um, and you know, I think it's, you know, it's the best way for me personally, you know, that's the best way to transmit for me to trans transmit my message. But, you know, we do need, you know, professionals to help us scale that to a, you know, to a, a a bigger audience, um, Mm. because, you know, I can't go around talking to people all day. (laughs) Um, Well, that becomes part of, you know, like the marketing strategy of, right, we've got the message right product's right, packaging's right, branding's right, right. Now, what do we do to get this message out to a wider audience and also get people to understand or allow them to understand the benefits of the product to them, you know, what it tastes like. And that's why sampling and that will be really good for this product as well. So where can everyone find out all about Fermio product? Um, so you can find us on our website um, via www.fermio.com.au, F-E-R-M-I-O, or we're on Instagram and Facebook um, under um, Fermio Lab. So, um, yeah, so we um, are working on those uh, social media channels, but, um, yeah, and our website's going to, uh, is undergoing a very exciting revamp. So, um, yeah, so, you know, but, 
at the moment, you will still be able to reach us, reach out to us there. Fabulous. Aileen, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you so much for having me, Alison. Yeah, it's been a wonderful experience.